Yeah, yeah, it's your man John A. Schultz, man, host of the LCP Podcast, Lunchroom Chatter. This is episode, is this 98? God, let's clap it up one more time for that 9-8. Now, some of you guys hit me up last week and said that there was no episode. But an episode dropped exclusively on Lunchroom Plus. Now, what Lunchroom Plus is, again, it is exclusive to Lunchroom Podcast. And um, that just, it allows me to, number one, monetize the podcast it allows me to gain funds to help sustain future episodes so i'm going to clap it up to everybody out there man and the great feedback i got from that bonus episode because let me go on my on my little rant real quick now us black independent creators like we take so much time and effort like we make these shits for free man like you guys can go on spotify apple podcasts Acast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can stream these episodes for 100% free. And while that's great, it makes us independent black creators, those who aren't backed by a major network, like we invest our own funds. Like when you guys hear this podcast, you guys hear the sounds, the claps, everything. Like everything I do on this podcast, it's, it's done by me. So when you guys hear the episodes, the sound quality be rich. You know, the stories intertwined with the clips and everything like that. My sound bites. Everything is a is 1,000% done by me. Like, you know how you listen, like you listen to, um, to bigger podcasts and they say some shit. Hey, you know, Sam, my sound engineer, my so-and-so, my editor. Like, everything is me. But that is what's so great over here at the LCP. Brand new LCP. The fact that I do it by myself, I can talk about the topics I want to talk about. There's nobody dictating or telling me, you know, to be nice to this celebrity. Because if a celebrity do some dumb shit, they're going to get the same criticism as somebody else. And like I said, that's the beauty and the joy of the LCP podcast, man. But um, I want to start this episode. I want to say... R.I.P. to Nick Cannon's son, man. Now, he came out today on his talk show and announced that um, his young son, who was only five months old, passed away, I believe, from brain cancer or brain tumor. But it's sad all the way around, man. But a couple months ago on the podcast, I spoke to Queen E and she said she was confused as to why he was having all these kids. And I said it could have been for many reasons. But. You know, why there'd be good reasons or bad reasons as to why he was having all these kids meant to lose the child at five months old, man. That's tough. Like, it's tough losing a child when when your child is 40. But to lose your child at five months old, man, I want to say, you know, prayers and love to Nick Cannon, his family. Um, I don't know the woman's name, who he had this child with, but much prayers and love to her family and Everybody, you know, who's affected by the loss of a five-month-old child. But this is what Nick Cannon had to say on his morning talk show in regards to losing his five-month-old child and how. Matter of fact, let me let him walk you out through. It's just tough, man. pageantry or any of that type of stuff so I kind of went back and forth for what I should do but I felt like you know uh, I, I was always talking about you don't just go through it you grow through it you, you keep pushing you know what I mean and I, I have so much faith in the Lord I have so much faith in God and I never 
I never, you know, people were often telling me I should pray for miracles, and I did pray for the miracle. I prayed for the miracle of God's strength, and that's why I'm here with you guys today, because I know. Let's clap it up one, one more time, man, for Nick Cannon, man, and prayers and condolences to him and his family, everybody around that whole situation, man. But um, <clears throat> I want to get back to the LCP Plus for a second. Now, I know a lot of you guys, and somebody hit me up last week and said, hey, John. Yeah, can you send me the bonus episode? Like, can you email it to me? Look, I'm gonna say right now, I'm I'm not doing that shit. It's and it's no offense to um to the person that asked me, but to the people out there who have iPhones, Apple, and have access to Apple Podcasts, it's not fair if I'm making bonus content and then they paying the six ninety nine a month for the lunchroom plus, and I'm just emailing you the episode for free because that's not fair. To the um the people who go above and beyond to support financially to be able to pay for bonus episodes that is locked behind a paywall. And some of y'all just asking for the episode to be emailed to you. That's no, no. That's that's never gonna happen. And again, it's no offense to none of you guys out there, man. But like I said, us black independent creators, we gotta monetize. What we do in some shape or form, man. Because, you know, last week on Spotify, I seen a lot, a lot of motherfuckers posting their Spotify numbers and a lot of artists and podcasters. Yo, look at my growth. Look at my listenership. And I'm like, that's great. But how much money did you make? Like, even with like rappers and singers, like streaming takes a huge bite from the mouths of independent creators. So when I see some artists, yo, look at my, yo, I had 5 million listeners last year, but how much did you make? Because artists get paid pennies off of streams. That's why I always say, if you're a fan of an artist and they're independent, buy their music. Like I buy independent artists' music all the time, those I like. Because that is how you feed them to create new content. When you go to Spotify, Apple Music, and you stream shit, title. They ain't making no enough of that. So you're gaining, you're listening, you're enjoying the content. But it's like they invested so much time and effort putting out the content and they got back pennies in return. And it's not fair, man. That's why I say you guys out there who contribute through Cash App, which is dollar sign NYC story 718. You guys out there, man, who sign up to Lunchroom Plus, who click the link in the bio to become a monthly supporter. Man, I appreciate you guys. Above and beyond man Because you guys help sustain This independent platform You guys help create more content Man but um I want to take a second and um, give you guys a snippet Or kind of like a little sneak peek Of what you would get On Lunchroom Plus Now this episode dropped last week Like I said man Some of you guys told me Yo there was no episode last week It wasn't But there was a bonus that dropped on LCP Plus Featuring Queen E It was called Drunk and dangerous well, We talked about a lot of real topics Man we talked about Matter of fact let's dive into something real quick Again this is a bonus snippet Let me see where I want to start I'm only going to play you guys maybe 4 to 5 minutes If you guys want to hear the last 35 minutes of the episode You guys can go sign up for Lunchroom Plus That is um, exclusively on Apple Podcast Let's see where I want to start at 
Somebody on kid duty mm-hmm. That's one Somebody old enough And really crazy yeah. stuff To where folks I mean because they're miserable And then like I said You know with like with rap, Matter of fact Hold on I can't find the beginning point For that conversation That's what we spoke about There was a child I believe the child Was about five to six years old It was Thanksgiving Family was around Kids downstairs Making a TikTok video Laughing Playing with the gun And I played the news clip On the bonus episode they downstairs laughing, playing with the gun, making a TikTok video. And I believe the the child was about five to six years old, got shot in the head, died. It's crazy, man. And that's what we were discussing in the video. But let's, matter of fact, let me, let me go to the beginning. Maybe give you guys about five minutes. And I might give you guys less so we could jump straight into this fucking episode. But, um... This is what dropped last week. A little snippet, a little preview, you know? LCP Plus, man. This bonus was called Drunk and Dangerous, featuring Queen E. I mean, that was clearly a boo, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like people was cheering. Now, this is the bonus edition, man. Now, I want to have a serious conversation to start. Because okay. um, a video had went viral the other, well, a couple days back of a woman who found out that. I don't know if it was her boyfriend or her husband, mm-hmm. but and I don't know why the person in the backseat even recorded this conversation. But there was a woman who found out that her daughter was molested by it was I think it was either her boyfriend or her husband for over a decade. Ooh. The daughter came out. Now, I got like it was a it was a longer clip, but I cut a lot of it to take out the personal information. But I want to play you. Her initial response to her daughter telling her that she was molested by either her boyfriend or her husband okay. since she was about 10 years old. Oh, my God. Oh, she did it. Oh. She told me he just did it or he been doing it. Oh, she said he's been raping her since she was 10. <laughs> what? Now, in that situation, now, now I want to get everything out the way now. Of course, the man who did it, you know, he's a scumbag. He should be in jail the rest of his life. You know, he's trifling. Every other word, he's sick. He's a pedophile. Every word you can think of to describe him, he is. But when I, when I first seen this, I was like, hey, you being a woman, mm-hmm. like, do you think she takes some of the blame for not knowing that the person who you brought around your child because that's the um the guy was the stepdaddy. Okay. Do you think that she should take some of the blame for that for not knowing that this was going on for over a decade? Ooh, that's I don't know. That's tough because that's like real life situation. It, it's, it's, um, it's real. It, it happens more often than people realize, and mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, folks take that to the grave with them. But um, I think at First reaction, the woman, you know, she's going to automatically think this is my fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to stop it right there, man. Like I said, man, if you guys want to hear the last 37 minutes of that episode, you guys can sign up on Lunchroom Plus, which is exclusively on Apple Podcasts. Now, um, <laughs> a video came the other day, man, where there was a woman talking about the word die. And being a hoe. And I was like, eh. Now, she said something, and I kind of want to know you guys' opinion. So you guys can, oh, you know, as always, hit my DMs at Lunchroom Chatterpod. You guys can send me 
a voice message, a text message. I don't care. But <laughs> she said a woman can sleep with a hundred men and still not be a hoe. But it was the reasoning she gave. And as always, like this podcast is listened to by about 86% women. So y'all always school me, man. Anytime I come on here or and like I say some shit that you guys don't agree with, you guys school me. You guys let me know. Yo, John, yo, last episode you said some shit. I ain't agree, but you know, I love you. I'm like, all right, I love you too. But <clears throat> let's get into the shit, man. This is what she said. She said a chick can sleep with a hundred men and still not be a thought. But this is her reasoning. And um, hold on. Let me see who said this. This is um from Danny Deuces. I, I believe that's his Instagram name. That is Danny Deuces. D-A-N-N-Y-D-U-C-E-S underscore. That's where this came from. I mean. I'm gonna teach you something. You I know about hoes. Okay, I but I, like trust I said, me, I know like about I said before, you could you could have sex with 100 men and you're not a hoe. What? It's, it's <laughs> wait, stop. Let me finish. That's how you carry yourself. You could have sex with 100 men and you're not a hoe. It's how you move. <laughs> if I'm not fucking the whole hood, if I'm not having sex with the whole entire hood, I'm fucking from Queens to Brooklyn to Canarsie to I go up uptown, I go to Philly. I'm not a hoe. I'm 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 very disguised. I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm not a hoe. So I am not a hoe. Wait, so you were disguised hoe? Wait, how, how does that make sense? Now, she lying. Ooh, you a lie. She lying, lying. Ooh, you a lie. But like I said, I understand everybody's different perspectives on hoism, on being the thought. So if that's how she feels, you know what? We're going to let her feel that way. But something, <laughs> damn, I got COVID? <clears throat> God damn, but something. That makes me feel a certain kind of way, man. Like, Jaquise, we know Jaquise ain't the best singer, man. A couple years ago, Jaquise came on Instagram and said that he is the king of R&B. But after hearing him perform the national anthem at the Lakers game, I don't know if that's true. Now, I didn't know if it was true before. But listen to him perform. Oh, Jesus. When I tell y'all, remember a couple years ago where Fergie sung the national anthem? So to me, it's like a competition now of who had the worst national anthem of all time. Was it Jaquees? Was it Fergie? Now, and I understand some of you guys like um what's what's motherfucking name? Some of you guys like um Jaquees. But just everybody can't sing, man. A lot of people try to sing, but everybody don't got the voice. I'm trying to find the video so I can play it. Like I said, man, we're gonna we gonna matter of fact, we're gonna have a competition right now on the podcast. We, look, I want you guys to hit my DMs, send the voice message when you hear the episode, and let me know who had the worst national anthem. Was it Fergie or was it Jackies? Now, number one, we we gonna get number Jordan, come here. I'm gonna let him say num Jordan. Jordan, come here for one second. You going now? No, come over here. Look at me. I just need you to say number one. Do it. Number one. Oh, do it again. Number one. All right, go back in the room. I'm gonna call you back out if I need you. Peace. All right. Like I said, this is <laughs> this is participant number one, Jackie, singing the national anthem at the Lakers game. Let me know how he did.
Fucking the back cheering. Woohoo! And the home of the bread. Bro, boo this motherfucker, man. Now, this pains me because I don't want to hate on the black brother. I don't. But one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to lie. Ooh, you a lie. That's one thing I'm not going to do, man. Like I said. <laughs> When I lie, it makes me feel bad because I'm not being my true self. I'm not keeping it 100 with me. But next, I, I know I could find this Fergie shit. Fergie, yeah, here we go. Fergie National Anthem. Woo, Jesus. This is Fergie. I want to give a disclaimer right now. Because now we know that white people always take some shit and try to put a twist on it. Try to put their own little flair on it. You know, black people do too. So if you're going to make it your own, like Jockey's tried to make it his own by throwing his own little personal flair on it, and he failed. Now, Fergie, she thought she was getting up there about to kill some shit. But as she was singing, you had NBA players laughing at her and shit. But look, I ain't going to play the whole thing because it makes my ears bleed. The shit is fucking it's trash. But listen to Fergie singing the national anthem. This is about two, three years ago. See by the dawn's early light, what so proudly wail at the twilight's last gleaming, whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. Like, Fergie don't got a bad voice, like, listening to it now, but it'd be some of the runs and some of the extra fucking histrionics that you don't even need when you sing this shit. Like, just get up there, sing the song, and sit your ass down. That's it. That's all you got to do, man. But somebody who needs to sit their ass down, man. Woo! This happened, I believe, in Detroit. Now, we know it was big news last week where there was another school shooting. Another one. Like, over the past couple years, man, these school shootings has become the norm. And it's sad because we all have kids, man. We all have kids. But what makes this one sad is that this one was 1,000% preventable. It was. And it made me think back to when I was working in the school district. I worked in a school district in Georgia. How long ago? About three years ago. And I left because of a gun threat. Now, you guys on here who um been with the podcast from the beginning, you guys know about this. <laughs> I was in the school district. <clears throat> you know, I was disciplining a child. You know, he was acting unruly. Like I said some things to him in a professional way, you know, to get him to to behave himself. Now, I worked at a school 
for kids with behavior issues. And he told me this was his exact words. He said, you're not my daddy. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get my daddy's gun. And I'm going to come back and shoot you. That's what he told me. Now, this was heard by about nine to ten kids. I wrote him up. A student who overheard it said, yeah, he said it. He backed me up. I went to the director, let him know, yo, so-and-so said this. So now what are we going to do about this threat? Like I reported it, me being someone in the school district. And he told me to my face, he said, who said that? I said, oh, so-and-so said it. He said, oh, these kids say that all the time. They're not going to do nothing. They're just talking. So my reply was, now, if he was to come back and do something to me, you are going to act like this conversation that we are having right now did not happen. And that's the shit I hate because a lot of the time school districts, they know about these situations. They know. They know everything leading up to it, the bullying, the buildup, just the aggression between the student. A lot of the time they know these things. But they put it on the back burner with the same thinking he told me, oh, it's never going to happen. And then when it happens, they they put out this fucking bullshit ass statement to the fucking media. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we would have known this was going to happen, we would have done everything in our power to make sure this didn't happen. No, you wouldn't. Shut the fuck up. Like I said, in this whole situation, man, it was so many signs and so many things that precipitated the fucking shooting. But it was all ignored, man. But um, I'm going to play for you guys the news clip, man, because the parents, they were arrested and accused of, you know, involuntary manslaughter. So the parents got arrested. The child got arrested. It's a fucking mess. The school district is... They facing a lot of heat, a lot of backlash, man. But uh, you had three students killed, six injured. Well, you got four now because one died a couple days later. But this is the news story. This is from ABC News. The deadly school shooting in Michigan at Oxford High School. That's about an hour north of Detroit. Three students killed, at least eight others injured, including a teacher. An alleged lone gunman, a 15-year-old student, is in custody at this hour. Police say he was armed with a semi-automatic handgun. Multiple agencies responding to the call of an active shooter. Ambulances in the driveway. The school principal getting on the PA with the code word for lockdown. The stories coming in at this hour of students barricading themselves inside. Teachers putting paper up to cover the windows of classroom doors then barricading the doors with tables. Some students climbing through a window, running for their lives across the... Let me pause. Like, shouldn't... Like, do y'all hear that shit? Like, shouldn't no student have to go to school and have to endure those conditions? Like, and I know we love to say, you know, well, my child is small. He don't got to worry about that. But remember a couple years back where about 20 elementary school kids got shot dead and none happened. Nothing changed to the gun laws. Ain't no new laws passed. Nothing. You can still get a gun in a, in a snap of a finger. That easy. You can still get a gun. So don't sit up here and say, oh, it can't be my child. My child's in kindergarten. My child's in first grade. The, the same kids were at Sandy Hook Elementary School. 
When the gunman busted in, shot about 20 kids dead, including teachers. So this is a topic. This is a this should be a concern for all parents because I like our kids aren't safe simply because they're small. Smallfuckers out here who would shoot your five year old child dead, go to jail, live the rest of their life in prison and be okay with that shit. It's crazy, man. So always be mindful, always be alert, always be aware, and never for one second think, this can't happen to me, because it can. It really can, a thousand percent, man. Others carried out on stretchers to the ambulances waiting outside. And of course, that sadly familiar storyline, students taken to a nearby location, this time a supermarket, to wait for their parents. We saw some of those reunions today. ABC's Chief Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas leading us off tonight. Today at yet another school, students, teachers and parents terrified and scrambling after shots fired on campus. This time at Oxford High School, some 40 miles north of Detroit. This video showing students in the classroom running for their lives. Local TV stations breaking into programming. We're now looking at, oh, at least eight law enforcement officers with long guns who are entering the school. Three students killed, eight others shot, including a teacher. Student John Edwards describing the chaos to our affiliate WXYZ. Over the PA, we hear our principal, Mr. Wolf, shouting, Alice lockdown, Alice lockdown. And then we heard the gunshots in the class. And so we locked down, turned the lights off. Our teacher got paper, taped over the window on the door, and got his two big tables and barricaded the door. I was just scared. I was uh, praying. I can't hear no more because that's crazy, man. Like I always tell you guys, man, I'm a visual thinker. So thinking back to when I was in middle school, <laughs> high school, even elementary like to have to experience that like 9-11 was bad enough as is growing up in New York City like hearing about 9-11 even though I went to school in the Bronx and that happened in downtown Manhattan and that scared the, that scared the shit out of, out of all of us man like we thought our parents was dead we didn't know like we thought our parents died when we first heard the fucking news because we ain't fully understand what was going on being 11, 12 years old. But imagine that kind of chaos going on outside of the door in which you are in class. It's crazy, man, man. So you guys out there, man, the parents, the moms, the dads, the aunties, the uncles, like always cherish every single moment with your child because you never know. Like we love to think that we can send our child to school and they can come back the same way we sent our child to school, healthy, smiling, you know, just the same lovable child. But sometimes, sadly, it's just that's not the case for everybody, man. But we're going to take a quick break. I got to decompress. We're going to come back. We're going to dive into some oh, some happy news in some kind of way, man. Be a lot of sad shit. But like I tell you guys, man, I, I can't not cover the sad shit, the, the negative news. I can't. Because me being a podcaster, me being someone who prides myself on covering real content, real news, real shit. If I come on here and just give you guys the fluff, the bullshit, the, the, the positive, the, the boppy shit, then I'm doing you guys a disservice because I'm pushing the narrative that 
the world is is beautiful. The world is positive. The world is sweet. It's caring. When a lot of the times it's not. So I always got to give you guys the real shit, the real news, the real content, just so you guys can, you can wake up, you can smile, you can laugh, but you can also know that it's some fucked up motherfuckers out here, man. But we're going to take a quick break. This is your man, John A. Schultz, LCP. Brand new LCP. We'll be back. So I told you guys, man, we're going to end it off with some some current news, some celebrity news. Now, I want to ask you first and foremost. Now, who's um who's Damson Idris? Do you know who that is? Ain't that the dude that's on um, Snowfall? Yeah. <laughs> and I asked you that question because um, Denzel Washington, he went viral, I believe, a day or two ago because somebody asked him on a red carpet, you know, about Damson Idris, and he didn't know who the hell the boy was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hold on, I think if you I don't got, follow him. No, I think I got it pulled up. And, you know, I see a lot of people, you know, coming to his defense. But, you know, social media. Like, some people took it as a diss, as a slight. And I'm like, Denzel. No, nah, that wasn't no diss. No. I just, I, I wouldn't have known his name if I didn't follow him on Instagram. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his name is in his, like, yeah, yeah. you know. But I'm saying Denzel is almost 70 years old. Like, and Denzel he ain't was on not, social media. No, Denzel was not sitting around on Instagram, on the Shade Room. Look, matter of fact, this is what he said. Let me see. He was at a red carpet event. Black reporter asked him about Damson Idris, you know, auditioning to play his son, I believe, in the movie Fences. And, <sighs> and listen to what listen to what he said. I previously interviewed Damson Idris, who said that he auditioned for the role as your son, Damson Idris. He said he auditioned to portray your son on Fences, and he is constantly compared to you and went viral last week for your for impersonating you. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like he's one of the leaders of this new black renaissance in TV and film? Uh, who, who are you talking about? Damson Edges from Snowfall. He is the... I don't know who that is. You don't know who Damson is? No. You got to know who he I'm is. Go find out, but... Damson, what show? Snowfall? They compare Damson to Denzel all You don't know who they is? I do not. Well, when, off, off record... No disrespect, Damson. No disrespect, Damson. Off record, I'm going to put you on. <laughs> So he, I want to clap it up for Denzel for keeping it real, man. Cause, yeah. No, no, because Denzel could have lied. He could have. Denzel could have lied. Oh but yeah, he you said know he a, didn't know who he. Well, it, it seems like he he's never, he, he didn't even know what Snowfall was. I mean, but is that surprising? Everybody is not watching Snowfall. Because, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I guess when if it went went has it won any award or anything? I mean, no. But, but okay, so that's what I'm saying. Maybe when that time comes, maybe he really because you know he be producing and stuff like that. So. That's what I'm I'm thinking that that's the case. Like, he ain't got time to be watching Snowfall. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, because to, to be honest, like, outside of Snowfall, we like we wouldn't know who the hell this boy was. I mean, I know. Like, like he don't have a huge catalog of, like, you know, movies and, you know, TV shows built up to where right. he would even be on Denzel's radar in the first place. Right. But he's on him now because I'm pretty sure he's going to check it out if somebody's comparing Damson to Denzel. I mean, no. Nah, I mean, they're not comparing it. You know, Damson. He was on um, social media last week. You know, he had his Denzel. You know, imp- and you know, just his impression and went viral. So I guess it. it listen, he's gonna he's gonna check him out now to see like, oh, what's this little boy they talking about? Yeah. You know, like he. he and, 
I mean, you're right, and I'm sure you know. The next time he get asked by, he, he's going to come. Like, we I know did... some positive, some glowing yeah. reviews. His little, his little joke, you know, because yeah, you know he's like very, I did my research. yeah. But um, <clears throat> you know Chloe Bailey, right? Mm-hmm. Half of was it Chloe and Haley? You said half of. Oh my God, yes. Ain't, what's, ain't they a group? Chloe and Haley, a I team, mean, a tag team, army duo together. Yeah, and their names was Chloe. They, and Haley. Exactly. So they was combined. Okay, so. You know, she got interviewed by Charlamagne the God, and Charlamagne asked her about. Remember, I told you about the little lollipop video she had up. Yeah. Matter of fact, in case you guys forgot, this is what Chloe did. It was very cringy, but hold on, we gonna play it. I kid you not. This to my four million followers and counting, my candy kisses and my clovers. Oh my God! Thank you all so much for loving me, and I love you right on back. There's a lot more to come. Ugh, I'm sorry. This gives me really. <laughs> Porn hubbish. No, and I'm saying, <laughs> hold on, and that, and now, you know, when she posted the video, all the comments, yo girl, you're doing too much. I mean, that I, was, no, I'm saying, but a was. lot of them was from other women. Say thank you, say yo, yes. this is like porn hub. It looks stupid. I mean, you, you know them dumb. little video clicks where it's like it'd be like call me, you know, like yeah. be- <laughs> the little old, the old little three a.m. when you used to commercials. see them on TV where it was just like down yeah. this number. Even her voice, the way she BT was talking, cut. No, it was yeah. very like. I, and remember, because okay. remember, I told you back when it happened a couple hours later, you know, because of the, all the bad backlash, it came down. Now she got interviewed by Charlamagne the God, and he asked her about that, and this is what she had to say. Actions to your post, like the lollipop video that you deleted, <laughs> do they affect you? You know, honestly, in the beginning, it didn't affect me. I'm human. Of course, it affects me sometimes. But the reason why I deleted it wasn't because of what people were saying. It's just I didn't want people to just go to my page and just see that. You know, social media is whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm 23. I'm a grown woman. And I think it's so cool how we can find ourselves. And I'm finding myself right now and figuring out what serves me best. I'm just doing it under a microscope while all of you all get to do it without every. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I want to clap it up for her response. That now, makes sense. I mean, she was what's your opinion on that? I, I mean, that was an honest I'll answer. I'll let the woman speak. That was an honest answer. I mean, she <clears throat> she admitted to, you know, basically uh, the way that I took it is that, you know, yeah, sometimes I'm on social media like you all that doing the same thing. And the fact of the matter is I might think something may be cool and then I post it and then it's just kind of like I see this feedback and I'm finding myself on what it is that, you know, fits me and what don't fit me. That's kind of how I took it. And no, I mean, she is everybody is going to criticize everything, every single thing that she posts. I mean, I can understand that, but like, I'm a believer of, I understand, you know, sometimes you can do something and then in hindsight, you'd be like, you know what? It, that was it looks stupid. Do. Yeah. But I just believe in, like, stand by what you say. I mean, because in the moment. I mean, I think in the moment she probably was like, oh, this would be cool. And then it got the the but, response that it got. And then she really brought to a realization like, ooh, you know, and she took it out. And that's what I'm saying, because she started by saying the video was not deleted because of the backlash. That's a lie. I mean, yeah, that, that's a lie because because had she posted that in all the comments been praised, girl, you look good. I love it. The video would have stayed up. You know right, that, right? Okay, right. but okay. she. Found, I mean, she's twenty three, so she's going. It's this is not going to be the only video that we see that is kind of like maybe cringy because she's still trying to figure out if she want to go the sex yeah. route or probably be true to okay, herself. Okay, now and everything. Speaking of cringy videos from women, mm-hmm. now you know um, Jason met you. Remember Jason Mitchell from The Shy? Oh, okay. He, yeah, the, the actor, he had the food truck. He got killed off. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I almost pulled a Denzel. What else he, what, <laughs> what else he played in, um, straight, um, what he played in, um, Straight Outta Compton? Who was he in oh, that he movie? Oh, he was Easy e yeah. Easy e yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, we know over the past couple of years, he's had his issues. He's had, you know, his personal things that he's dealt with. Mm-hmm. But um, yesterday, his girlfriend came online. Which one? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said that, you know, he cut her phone off after she exposed him for allegedly cheating on her. Now, again. That's why I just sat here and said, which one? But again, this is personal business. Mm-hmm. This is something that we shouldn't even know. But um, this is what she came online and what she had to say in regards to Jason Mitchell doing what he did. I don't want nobody calling me. I don't want nobody texting me. I don't want nobody saying to me. I don't want, I swear to God, like, I don't care who you are. Just leave me alone at this point. Because until you've known what it is to give somebody your complete loyalty for two years, <laughs> to introduce somebody to your kids after they've been through up shit. And for them to do this to you, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Why did she post this? Because at this point, I want to die. I gave up everything. What? I gave up everything, and I feel so stupid. I feel so She could have did this off camera. I'm sorry. Hold on. Now, see, look. Hold on. Hold on. See, look. See, look. I want to pause that because this is my question. It's something we always speak about. If you go through something, if you're emotional, like to me, it's crazy how the first thing on your mind, let me grab my phone. That's what I'm saying. I don't. That was my comment today. And you all over here with a snotty nose. Like, why did you post that? And why did you record yourself? Cry, then get on there and like, I don't. I mean, if the, if that's your thing is venting online, at least cry and get your whole face together and stuff. Like you on here with snotty nose over here just crying like full. Because like, even going back a couple months back, where um Lizzo did the same thing, and that's my issue. I'm, I mean, Tyrese no, did the same thing too. No, All of these people, I don't understand that. No, I, I'm saying, of course, I believe that. It's for attention. It's, yes. it's, it's for the praise, it is. the validation to it make is. yourself feel better. Because I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But all of that, like I always tell you, it's like a band aid. It's like a band aid on like a bullet wound. Like it, it may feel good, but eventually the band aid gonna fall off and everything is just, it's gonna come gushing out at the end of the day anyway. Man. I didn't mean to. You know when her first line was like, "Don't nobody call me," and I was about to say, "Don't." And her phone cut off. How they gonna call her? You know, but I didn't. <laughs> you could get called. I know from, that um, it was just Facebook. It's different ways to call me somebody. That, that was the, I know that, but it was just the way that when she started it off, I was like, "Dang, ain't the whole reasoning." So she's crying because he cheated on her. Yeah, she claims she gave her all to yeah. him. Yeah, and that was my my point. He's been seen around. Um, and that's locally. My, no, and, and that's my other <laughs> and issue. And so that's why I said which one. You know, no, what and I mean? I'm saying, and that's my other issue. Even speaking about Sum Walker, to it's like, like you said, like Jason met you over the past couple of years, he's had the, the same issues time after time after time again. Mm-hmm. So she said they've been together for two years. His issues go back way before the two years. So you know what you're getting into at the time. I mean, I you know already. You got multiple kids and everything. So I agree. And that's my issue. Where he's I gonna say, do what he gonna do what he been doing. Yeah, like like that's like that's like for example, if a guy get out of jail, you know, and like you look up his criminal history, and he's been in and out fifteen times. Yeah, like for you to think, you know what? I'm gonna get with him. I'm gonna change him. I'm gonna they fix really him. They really do be. They really do be having the um, assumption that you know I can fix. Him. I can. He gonna get, change for me. I don't know why women. We have to feel like we have to fix an individual. And, 
a hold on. I think a lot of it is due to social media, like 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 not wanting to feel left out, not wanting to feel alone. Because no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because a lot of women they go online and they see their friends in happy marriages, happy relationships. And so now you decide no, to pick a broken person. No, and, fix and now them? and now if they're single, they settle for the first person that mm. likes them. Like, mm. What was the show? Um, mm. doubling down with the Doricos. Remember the girl? She was 15, 16 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, she like, said that she's gonna date anybody that likes yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a very self esteem issue. Yeah, like I said, and like I said, she's only sixteen, but a lot of grown adults feel like that because the grandma said, you know, like like like, what's your type of guy? She said, I don't know. I'm just going to date whoever likes me. And the grandma said, no, no, no. Like, like that is a terrible way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But so many grown women have that mentality, have that mindset. That's true. And I guess that does stem back from when they were a kid of their self-esteem being low. So I just feel like at, you're you're not going to be able, your job, our job as women and even jobs as men is mm-hmm. not to fix the individual that you're with. Like that's not your job Like they They should be coming Like what do you mean Like give me an example Like for example If And I'm just gonna I'm play I'm not talking about If he's like an abuser No or like, I ain't like talking to about fix him from oh, an abuser absolutely not What I'm talking about is You date a female And she got daddy issues Your mm-hmm. job is not To be sitting over here Trying to fix the woman Because of her daddy Like so you know what I'm saying should he give up And just move on Because no, I, I feel like No but that I just be feeling it, like it, it, it's, Hold on It's not just black and white It's some in between With that as well Because but that's not your like for as a woman like my job is not to sit over here and be sitting over here trying to I don't know counsel you into oh no you don't need to have multiple nope, nobody, women nobody said nobody said counsel them but I'm just saying if this is a person you love somebody you care about if they're struggling in some shape of, I'm not saying nothing that's like legit life threatening or something that affects you but if they're struggling mentally in some shape or form and like they may need some assistance or like you being by their side. I'm that's not saying not you what should I'm give talk- up. And- that's, that's, that's not that's what I'm referring to. For no, 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 no. That's not give what I'm referring example. to because I don't think anybody is going to be 100 yeah. percent when they're with the person. I'm not telling. I'm not saying that either. Everybody's that, going to need somebody. Yeah, everybody at a has point. their own flaws in a sense that needs a little bit. You know what I mean? You need mm-hmm. that kind of encouragement, and sometimes that um, other person, you know, your spouse or whatever, can bring that out of you yeah. to have you recognize. Can that. help you deal with right. certain. Yeah, but that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to women who. Who knows that this man has ten different damn kids by four different? I'm just I'm I'm just speaking in general and being very exaggerated. But a man who comes to you, who's trying to holler at you, and you clearly see he has about four to five baby mamas in a sense with multiple kids. He's not taking care of them. Maybe his mama is taking care of them, but he's not taking care of them. Mm -hmm. You see that he is always. You've heard things in regards to him being around other women and just kind of being in the clubs. I'm just talking about anybody in general. general. Okay, okay. And you see this beforehand. You hear this from friends. You see it. But then when they, soon as they give you attention or they start trying to like you or they trying to hit on you and be like, yeah, you know, they try to give you all the BS on the reasons of why it happened that way in the past. And then you'd be like, yeah, okay, well, he's not going to do that to me. Matter of fact, I'm going to make sure that I cook, I clean, I provide the sex daily. I do all of this, then the third, so mm-hmm. he won't do it. Thinking that you can fix him. Yeah. From going out and still doing his thing. And that's what I meant by that is that if that is somebody's way coming to you, 
that's their way that it's going to be like mm-hmm. it, it don't change overnight for them now i'm not sitting here saying that men that have cheated back when they were younger or whatever and they got grown and just that realized yeah i'm just grow up i'm not saying up, that yeah. but what i'm just saying is is if that man is coming to you with five different damn baby mamas and 10 different kids and not providing for them what makes you think that your child and you are going to be any different than them mm-hmm. and that's the type of mentality where you really thought that you could fix him and make him <clears> stop <throat> with all of that you mm-hmm. know Okay, now the last thing I want to ask you, man. Now, as always, I got to start by letting you know the guy in this story. He's sick. He's nasty. He's disgusting. He's a pedophile. Everything in between. But when it comes to certain issues pertaining to women and like women thoughts, I need your opinion. Okay. So there was a CNN staffer. He worked with um Chris. What's the guy's last name? Cromo. Remember the little Cromo brothers or whatever. I have no idea who that is. Uh, oh, okay, well, CNN, <laughs> CNN producer John Griffin, he was um, suspended from his job yesterday. He was arrested because he was allegedly having sex with girls as young as 12 or 13 years old. Ooh. No, hold on. No, no, but that's not the shocking part. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it, it just get crazy as we go. Okay, so let me break it down. So the guy, John Griffin... He was on um, different types of, you know, messaging apps and, and um, things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, he befriended or, well, spoke to grown adult women. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of those conversations, he got those women to believe that it was his job to have sex with their daughters. No, hold on. Oh, my God. No, listen, listen. It was his job to have sex with their young teen daughters as a way to train them for their future sex behavior. Get the hell no. out of here. Hold, hold on. Hold, no, it's it's crazy. Now, he told them that he believed that, you know, young girls should be trained at a young age so that when they get older, they can be, you know, I guess, experienced during sex. Who, no, listen, who's the dumb women that believe no, this? No, but that's not the crazy part. There, there was, there was um, I don't know if it was many but there was one mom that the police found out. You know, he paid three thousand dollars to the mom, and um, the money was for the mom and the daughter to fly to where he was at, and he engaged in sexual acts with the daughter as the mom was there. And the mom believed that you know he was preparing her, he was training her. No, she was their- basically selling her daughter. Yeah. And pro- oh, okay, bruh. Hold on, let me show you the guy's face. He was charged with luring, luring girls for sexual training. He looks like the type, but but that's that's but to, that's not crazy to you. It's very crazy, but it's dumb. I'm not even. You know what? It's so funny. I'm not even blaming him. I'm blaming these. No. How you not blaming him? I'm saying is is that he would not have if women actually right. like I'm, I'm talking about these damn parents who sat there and was willingly was like yeah okay that sounds like a good idea and went I, along I, with I, it. I, I if agree. he wasn't, if the parents were saying no, how the hell was he going to be able to do it? What do you? I'm meaning you're. I'm talking about in that way, in that in that format. Uh, yes, hold, hold on. Of course, in this instant, but like for example, if he if he reached out to ten moms and they all said no, he would have went out. He probably would have raped or molested a, a little girl. Okay, and, and, then, it, it and then, then in that happened. case, and in that case, yes, you know, like yes, he's sick in the head for yeah. even thinking of that. But what I'm saying is, is in that case, then yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. it's on him. But you got to sit here and have should some the mom be these, charged? Let's get there. Should, yes. Should, Yes. Yes. How I, much how much jail time are we talking about? I'm talking about the same equivalent cuz you sat there and you agreed to the shit. E- hold on, hold on. Equal to the culprit? 
I would say about clothes. I, I honestly, I would say about clothes because that's sickening as a mother for you to yeah. sit there and agree. I, I agree and the man gives sick. you some money and then you sit over there and think that's a good ass idea. Like I'm so I'm sorry. Your job is to protect your child, and I, you I sat agree. there and I you agree. agreed and stated okay. yes. I'm going to go along with it, and you flew your child out there to where he is, and you sat there and you probably watched the bullet. Like that's sickening, and I just feel like in that extent. <laughs> Hold on, because I ain't done. No, no, no. And um, in a few instances, I, I'm I believe he had one mom. You know. The mom and the daughter take their clothes off and they had to touch each other. But then, hold up, but we're not done yet. Because if they couldn't come out there, in one instance, he had a Zoom session where he had the mom and the daughter, you know, take their clothes off and they was engaging in sexual, you know, activity through Zoom. What the So it's crazy. And that's why I keep saying it. So, yeah, he's sickening all together. And, yes, definitely should be charged. And you're right. No, you're right. If he would have got all no's in that format. It would have happened. Yes, but even with... It's a difference between someone... It's a difference between someone actually raping you and you, you know what I'm saying? And it's not your consent and everything versus your own mother taking you out somewhere else Mm -hmm. without your consent and then sitting there and having you engage in those uncomfortable situations because of this man told her to. I would be looking, I wouldn't be looking if I'm that child. I'm not looking at this man. I'm looking at my mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this expense, I'm looking at her like, what the hell is wrong with you that you like? Why are you I, making I, me do this? Oh, oh but ho- see, see, look now. But now we can think back to even the situation with R. Kelly. It's, it's kind of the same thing in a way if you think about it. You know, remember with yeah, it is with the girls being underage and the moms being so starstruck to where they actually sent they oh, you know, my, my daughter's 13, 14. You know, you like singing, mm-hmm. go over to the R. Kelly's house, even after. Those well, that's why I never, I never disagree with the fact that both of them should have been responsible. Uh, okay, as long as you say both, because I don't want to just no, 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 no. Men, and that's why I'm saying even with this okay. particular case, both parent oh, and the okay. the person who, M- who make came sure you up say both. I'm, yeah, I'm, not I'm trying, trying to, to emphasize take that I'm not taking from the man absolutely because it's, that's not. nasty. Both of them, parent and the actual person who mm-hmm. was, um, you know, going through all of this and doing this and, and you know, thought of this process. Both of them should be charged. Okay. Because I just feel like as a parent, your job is protect and you putting them in them situations to where it's like they don't have no, they're young. They're not going to sit here. I mean, a lot of times you think that when you young, there was stuff that, you know, you'd be like, mm, I don't want to do that. But then a lot of times you won't be like, yeah, you still got to get up and go to school. Otherwise, you know what I mean? Like just something like uh, that okay. to where you listen to them. Yeah. And you think they're guiding you in the right direction and for you to fly. Like, I just can't imagine what them girls was thinking. I'm, I'm getting flown out here to like, <laughs> what know, the hell? I, I know you're right, man. But speaking, you know, matter of fact, you know, like I said, maybe in a week or two, I'll do a follow up on this case to see what else came out. But both speak, of them need to be charged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking of going in the right direction, man. Now, Kanye West and Drake, they was on um, Amazon Prime the other day. They had their big show in California. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know Kim and Kanye, they're going through a divorce battle. Right. You know, Kim's Kim, I'm, I guess Kim is single. She walking away. She's been out and about with um, Pete Davidson, you know, everywhere. But, <laughs> you know, Kanye West, as he performed. Well, he dedicated a song to her. No, he was begging Kim to take him back on stage. Now, hold on. Did he do that with Amber? Yeah, I think so. But hold on. Like I said, the crazy thing was that one day after he did this on stage, Kim, she went to the courthouse and she filed, you know, paperwork to be considered legally single. But I want to play you what he said. Hold on. She's sick of it. (laughs) 
No, but I'm sick of this. No, hold on. But I feel like it's a disconnect because I feel like, you know, he says these things publicly, but I feel like behind closed doors, he probably hasn't been making the same effort, you know, as as opposed to just going on social media, going through interviews and mm-hmm. making his, his, his um his love known for Kim. But I feel like behind closed doors, outside of the cameras, he's just like, yeah, whatever. He's there's something going on. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't necessarily everybody knows his decision making skills and rants and stuff has just been kind of a little off. Mm-hmm. Um and I just be feeling like if he's like that to the public eye, I can only imagine what he's like behind closed doors. And it got it just seems like to me she just got fed up with him. It was like, listen, I don't even want to associate with me, associate with you. Yeah. I feel like she was just kind of being she was prolonging in a sense for the kids' sake and mm-hmm. just kind of having them go to his concerts and, for the and public, stuff like you that. Know. Yeah, I feel like she was you know trying to be polite about it, but all- when you out there doing crazy stuff and then you out here just singing all the songs, it's like, all right, bro, yeah. I, I got, I really have to detach I mean, myself I agree. from you. Because to be real, they kind of are a power couple. But hold on, I want to play you what power. he said. Power. No, in, ter- in terms of wealth, they are a power couple. Okay. We're not going to do that. Kanye's wealthy. Kim's wealthy. They are, they are power couple. Let's not do that. Okay, I thought we was, uh, okay, that's how we, oh, okay. uh, we're defining power couples. So, oh. Okay. I thought I thought no, a little bit more topic. went into so, it. So to you, what's the power couple? I thought a little bit more went into it besides wealth. Um, I they thought, both I have major influence on society, on culture. What are you talking about? I mean, Kanye I, West is yeah in a positive light. I thought they that's, both have positive influence. Mm, T- tell me why. Let's get into it. <laughs> I feel like brand new LCP. I feel like a power couple is what we used to think that Jada and Will was. If that makes sense, you did not hear about any. We didn't know. No, no. no. Like or I said, uh, no, I'm serious. To where we let me did, let you finish because I thought power. You couple, look at that messiness, but no, no, regardless no, no, no. of the messiness, they still a power is, couple. I thought power couples. I'm talking about to me how I define it. Yeah, wealth was a, uh, a status. Yes, in regards to your influence, but then also that your influence was also in a positive manner. I thought that not played all, not a, all the time because I thought that played a part in. I'm it. I'm saying not all the time because even if we look at Will and Jada Pinkett Smith now, I mean that's horrible. They're, I'm yes, not I, yes, but in reality, they hold on. Now I googled um definition. Okay, it says um a couple consisting of two people who are influential mm-hmm. or successful in their own right. That's that, that's a power couple. Okay, so I had the wrong interpretation no, no, of what I'm a power saying, couple. Regardless was. of if it's positive or negative news. They're a power couple. I thought it was like, you know, like a Barack and Michelle type. That's a power couple to me. Barack and Michelle. They are also a power couple. Yes, but I'm, way, I know, but it's like in a positive light. Like, that's what I, that's how I define it. I, that's how I defined it as. So I never. Yeah. Are they a wealthy couple? Are they, a, but, you know, influential? Like, like those type of thing. I don't know. It's just, I guess I defined it differently. That's I mean, all. I mean, you could still be a power couple in. I really, I, I mean, uh, oh. <laughs> ain't nobody asking, well, nobody quoting in their songs. They wanted a Kim and Kanye cup uh, relationship. I'm sorry. Well, no, well, nobody quoting that. But that don't make them less of a power couple. But let's dive in because you go, you going to drag it. Let's dive into what Kanye said on stage, begging Kim Kardashian God. to run right back to me. He's so repetitive. That's what he said. God. running away far I need you to run right back to me baby 
He said, more specifically, Kimberly. That's nice. The next day, she filed to be. Can you please Google if he he had that same uh, same damn song for uh, Amber? Because I'm sorry, those be, that's when I be talking about people be um, I, I uh, mean, ignoring the red flag. The same thing, Offset. Remember? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah no, he yes, yeah. he 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 does. Yeah, no, no, because after she found out he cheated with with um, multiple people, uh-huh, you go out and no, do something no. publicly and go online. No, and, I, I'm saying Cardi B. She broke up. She mm-hmm. was at she was at a performance. No, a day or two later, he, he came, came on stage mm-hmm. with with flowers and yeah. said, "I'm sorry" and to the public eye. So and she Ike took Turner. him back. And so she did, took so, him back. So did Ike, but okay. Yeah, but at that, <laughs> yeah, but at that point, it's up, it's, I'm sorry. It's up there's the more. It's I up, know it is, yeah. but I'm sorry. There's uh, just FYI, there is more to abuse than just physical. I'm sorry. I mean, of course, it'd be a lot. Of, it'd be a lot of this stuff. I'm sorry. Just be like, men, you're doing that's mentally taunting. I'm sorry. So, hold, is that what you would call Kanye, uh, an abuser? I don't know what he's doing behind closed doors, but you, not you just brought up that point. So, is Kanye an abuser to you? I don't. I wouldn't say all that. I was saying is is that some things can be. You, you know, said that things can be. Of course, we know there's, there's also there's physical, there's mental, mm-hmm. there's so many forms of abuse that's not just involving being physically hit. Yeah, but I'm talking about what's the name isn't also Kanye. Yeah, he's singing about her, but he's also sung about Amber and all yeah. the rest of them. So that's why I said sometimes is he an abuser? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Uh, you brought it up. I tried to get you messy. No, nah, I, I, I want. That's what I say. I'm not saying he's an abuser. What yeah. I'm saying is, is that when they do taunting things in regards to you know you have in your mind, okay, like that's like somebody hitting you when they bring flowers the next day. Be like, yeah, I was mad. You know, I didn't, I didn't mean to. I'm, I'm you know, this and the third. Mm-hmm. The next day to get you to stay with them, and it's the same way. We're like, I mean, I hate to put it like that with Cardi, but when she's she she has stated, I'm done with you, and you come on stay every time. And she this said is, that multiple times, and he's done that multiple times to yeah. reel her back in to where it's like, okay, he now this is a repetitive. That's what I'm saying. That's a repetitive behavior mm-hmm. to where I kind of look at like, mm, you know, like in that sense, are you just that's not mentally healthy in that sense, but. What I'm saying with Kanye, he has. I, I, I do, as I recall, I believe he wrote. He did that same singing and hollering with Amber when she moved on. Remember, she, I think when she they, moved they, on to Wiz, they all do. And they it's just kind of like at that point, I'm like, bro, it's repetitive, and don't I don't I honestly don't care for it. Yeah. Now, matter of fact. Why you on here, man? You know, Travis Scott, you know, we know he's been going through a lot with his whole Astro World Festival, you know, about nine to ten people dying, including a nine-year-old child. Mm-hmm. Now, <sighs> he did an interview recently with Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. It was an hour long, and his own lawyers have said that we told him to not do this interview. And he decided to do it anyway. Yeah, he wanted to do it to kind of, you know, speak and, you know, I guess, mm-hmm. just just let it be known that he is sympathetic, but... He should have did it with somebody else, though. No, to me, to me, Charlemagne, no, 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 no. Char- I think Charlemagne was actually because I, I seen the whole thing. I think Charlemagne was actually pretty, you know, respectful to not get him into more trouble. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it dropped, you know, the families of those who lost their kids, the lawyers came out said that they were outraged because okay, now I know it's hard to envision this, but if you envision yourself into the person who lost a child at a festival, mm-hmm. like how would you feel if the creator? Of that festival, did an interview because like he he was trying to like shift. what did he say? Yeah, no, 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 no. He was trying to shift blame towards other people, and like I said, I can understand that because did he physically cause it to happen? No, mm-hmm. but when it's your festival, he's the creator. This ain't um what's what's the one that was saying one music fest? Mm-hmm. This ain't Coachella. This ain't Rolling Loud. This is your festival. Okay, you are the founder. 
of the festival. So of course, when things go like they love the praise, you know the mm-hmm. oh girl, good job. That was a, oh that festival made this much money. Mm-hmm. People love the praise. So when negative things happen, you can't skate out thin mm-hmm. because the same way you sit there and you take in the praise, you bask in the praise, you know the the hand claps. You can't skate out now when ten people die. It's right, no, you right. can't. Right, I agree. So okay, so like I said, if you put yourself into the mindset of someone who lost a child at a festival, like how would you feel if the person who you think is responsible for that? Because also, um, his whole Instagram, he's scraping everything clean. Like they pulled up, you know, pictures and videos of where. Last year, you know, somebody got knocked out at a festival. You know, he posted the picture with laugh emojis. Oh, this person has so much fun at the festival. And they on the floor knocked out. And it was about 10 to 15 pictures and videos like that Mm. of him praising and hand clapping. About that type of behavior. Yeah, but now... If, now you, he, if, he if, if you go if you go on his page now, no matter they, they gone. Oh, trust me. As soon as that thing happened, they went on his page and already uh, no, they grabbed did. them pictures. Yeah, because yeah, you know with social media, they go find it. Oh, they went on they as soon as the thing was happening. They went on mm-hmm. that and, and and grasped all of that from Instagram to Twitter. Any tweet, they grasped all of that. So, um, yeah, I don't do know. Have, do you have sympathy for Travis Scott? Let's leave it at that. You got tri- sympathy for him, or I mean, honestly. I mean, because as a human, I kind of have some sympathy. But like I said, if you it bask sucks. in the praise, and I, the, I was just about to say that. Congratulations! I was just about to say that it sucks that he is in that um, in that predicament. But mm-hmm. then when I think about those lives that was lost, including that nine-year-old child that was lost, that that it should not have happened in that sense. Mm-hmm. And then to find out that you actually praised this type of behavior from your fans in in concert settings. It's on video. Um, it's on his social media page. Yeah, I I don't at that in that particular moment. I lose the you it's know the little sympathy. I, yeah. I lose that for you. Uh, just, you know, I, I, it sucks you're in this situation because I mean, right you're in some now, deep. You're in some deep mess. Everywhere, you yeah. know, he he, he just absolutely got a, you're just, in some deep mess. He just got taken off at the the festival for Coachella. Yeah, they don't have time for that. Yeah, you're not bringing that type of fan base or all of that that extra. No, 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 no. Here. He has a massive fan base. But I understand just, it. They he, don't even care about it, that it, either. Yeah, it's risky right now to because even touch him. Your type of fans, you have encouraged them to create to. Um, to act like this Ain't nobody saying You put a gun to their head But you have already Noted to them That it is okay It's okay For you to be yeah. acting The way that you act At my <clears throat> concerts And I promoting it On my social media mm-hmm. Letting you know That oh this is cool So was- <clears throat> yes At this particular point I'm pretty sure You had people In your head Telling you Hey you might want to be Chilling out with all of that Prior to And unfortunately You were being hard headed About it And wanted to go about Manners in your own way And thinking mm-hmm. it would never happen And here we are So no um, I do feel sorry for those families that are going through it. I do understand why they're upset about the whole thing. And then for him to sit there and do that interview now was not a good it, it, time for him to do that. It was tasteless. Um, he definitely should have, um, you know what I mean? That should have been something weighted. That should have been something Listen that. Listen to your team. Yeah, he, he made a horrible decision with that. And then that's, it, that is a slap to the face, you know, in the face to those families. So It really is, man. Now, before I get out of here, man, I want to give a shout out to my guy, Naquan, who came by for the... Um, a special bonus episode, I believe a couple days ago. And, you know, he, he came on in and he told you guys about the time he interned for um, Gabby Wilson, a.k.a. the singer her. He also told you guys about how, you know, he, he lucked up and he became the engineer for the singer Ro Timmy when he recorded, um, he recorded his, um, what was it? His, re- his remix for, um, what's the song Drake had out? Well, he was there. Oh, Hotline Bling. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, Rotimi had a, a remix single, Hotline Bling. He became the engineer, you know, in the video out of nowhere. So I want to I want to give him a shout out for coming by. Absolutely. And as always, man, thank you guys who stay tuned in, who support, who show love, and brand new LCP.